Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to another evening of the Cisco and Falzone Hour. A very interesting show. We're going to talk about... Okay. Okay. Hold on. Hold Cisco. on. Cisco, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Can you hear me? Yeah, now I do. Okay. So, we're going to talk... All right, let me... I'm here. Yes. Okay, keep talking. Yeah. No dead so, time. Go, Bubba. Uh, all right. So we're gonna we're gonna be talking today tonight to Tea Party Mark Falsone, former candidate former former candidate for Essex County, New Jersey freeholder. No, no, that's not me. That that was uh that was the uh guest who canceled. I was a former candidate for my congressional district in the Democratic primary, but the Democrats took me to court and knocked me off the ballot. You know, they don't like any competition. My congressional district in the Democratic primary, but the Democrats took me to court and knocked me off the ballot. You know, they don't like any competition. My congressional district in the Democratic primary, but the Democrats took me to court Okay. Ruben, okay. Uh, Cisco, what gives, man? Wait a minute, wait a minute, wait a minute. We're having some technical issues here. Hold on. Roger that. Roger that. Ruben, okay. uh, Cisco, what gives, man? Okay. Wait, 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 wait. We're having some technical issues here. Okay, hold on. Hold on. Roger that. Ruben, okay. uh, Cisco, what gives, man? Oh, wait, 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 wait. We're having some technical issues here. Okay. Oh, Fanabla. Oh. No, hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold on. Getting, I'm getting this to to work. That's embarrassing. Well, yep. Yeah, hold on. I'm just. How about now? Better. Okay, do... Mark. Why are you cutting out? What's going on? I'm I'm getting an echo here. Hold on. Oh, oh man. Yeah. I'm I'm getting an echo here. Hold on. How about now? I hear you now. All right. So, Mark. Yes. Much. Okay. So, Mark, let's talk about this whole situation with District 11 in New Jersey. Okay. We have a District 11. It consists of four counties, Morris, Passaic, Essex, and Sussex. Uh, Jay Weber was the former incumbent, and he lost in the uh, 2018 uh, debacle of the Dems taking the House. However, now, Mickey Sherrill voted to impeach President Trump. We don't like that. And uh, I see there are two GOP candidates in the primary. Mickey Sherrill voted to impeach President Trump. We don't like that. And uh, I see there are two GOP candidates in the primary. Mickey Sherrill voted to impeach President Trump. We don't like that. And uh, I see there are two GOP candidates in the primary. voted to impeach President Trump. We don't like that. Are we back? Impeach President Trump. We don't 
Cisco. Yes. Are we back? Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's something with Block Talk Radio. That we're, we're having an issue because. Okay, hold. Just keep, keep, keep talking. Uh, I, I, I'm working with uh, Block Talk Radio on this. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, it's something with Block Talk Radio. That we're, we're having an issue because. Okay, hold. Just keep, keep, keep talking. Uh, I, I, I'm working with uh, Block Talk Radio on this. Yes, yes, yes. It's something with Block Talk Radio. We're having an issue. How about now? Well, yeah, I hear us now. But uh, so Block Talk Radio has created this issue? Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm working with them. I'm I'm communicating. So just keep talking. Uh, All right. Anyway, uh, we'll see what gets through. There's two GOP candidates against Mickey Sherrill, who's a Democrat and a lady. Mickey is a female. Uh, The two candidates are Rosemary Becky. GOP candidates against Mickey Sherrill. Who's a Democrat and a lady? Mickey is a female. Uh, the two candidates are Rosemary Becky and Robert Crook. Uh, I would suggest to Mr. Crook that if he uh, wants to be a politician, maybe he should change his name like De Blasio did, because uh, having a last name of Crook and being a politician. So we're leaning towards Rosemary Becky. Sorry, Mr. Crook. So we're leaning towards Rosemary Becky. Sorry, Mr. Crook. Okay, that's good. That's good. All right, so anyway, uh, we're living in the age of a lawless America. We have laws and prosecutions for Trump supporters and Republicans, and we get a pass for Democrats and illegal aliens. I laugh when Pelosi says no one is above the law when all her cohorts are above the law, as well as the illegal aliens that uh, they want the taxpayers to support. Uh, when all her cohorts are above the law, as well as the illegal aliens. Okay. Now, these days, uh, if you're opposed to illegal immigration, the herd animals, and I call the leftists and the Dems the herd animals because they're all following fannies in front of them. One can be called a racist. The leftists and the dens, the herd animals, because they're all following fannies in front of them. So anyway, we are no longer a nation of laws, and we have a real problem. And uh, we, we have these legislatures that are performing a dereliction of duty. And you know what, Cisco, maybe we should start a a petition for a refund of congressional salaries because they sure as hell aren't minding the store when all they're doing is uh, performing deceit and hypocrisy on a grand scale, Uh, of course, in tandem with their allies, the corrupt, pointy-headed media. Now, Cisco, I, I love working with you, babe. I got to tell you this personal story because in my old neighborhood in the city, the local drug pusher was named Cisco. <laughs> so now I'm not saying you're the, a drug pusher, but I just get a kick out of that uh, corresponding fact. <laughs> oh, that, I'm, I'm... <laughs> in, uh, 
Hi, how you doing there? You know, geez, I hope there's not hundreds of people listening suffering through this. That would be a travesty. No, it, 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 it's 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 we've never had that issue. It, it's it's something to with uh, Block Talk Radio, but just just keep talking. Just keep talking. I, I, like I said, I'm working with it. Okay, all right, no problem. No, I understand. It's not our issue. It's a Block Talk Radio issue. Now, I wanted to remind the few listeners that can hear us that uh, when in our heyday, this radio show was in the top 20 of Block Talk Radio programs. We were up over, I thought, over 20,000 listeners nationwide and uh, perhaps even internationally uh, because I do have uh, contacts uh, both in Italy and Great Britain all due to our beloved Tea Party. Yes. So yes. Uh, we're hoping now, even, so despite the technical difficulties we're having, uh, and again, they are not our issue, it's the uh, Block Talk Radio app issue. Um, we're planning on doing this show at least weekly, uh, probably right. more, uh, because I know many of our peeps are looking forward to a Donald Trump landslide. However, due to my mistrust of the electoral process and the fraud that the Dems have perfected, I'm not so confident. Also, we have legions, legions of ill-educated, naive, ignorant folks out there. Also... We have legions, legions of ill-educated, naive, Also, I wanted to say, folks, I'm on our Facebook page, the Cisco and Falzon Hour. If, right. if you don't want to call in or you can't call in, you can comment on our Facebook page, and I'm monitoring that. Definitely. Okay, so yes. Uh, now, uh, we are, Mark, Mark, this is the, yes, Mark, Mark. So yes. why yes. don't we why don't we talk about this whole sit this whole situation? We lost you after situation. We lost with, you, sir. All right. You know what? Let 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 let's, let let's. Uh, Mark, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna um log off and log back on. Okay. We're gonna. All right. So I'll have to call you back. Yes. Yes. Okay. Okay. Everyone, please excuse us. It's the Block Talk Radio site. It's not us. Uh, we'll be yeah. back on the air in a few minutes. Hey, everyone, please excuse us. It's the Block Talk Radio site. It's not us. Uh, we'll be yeah. back on the air in a few minutes. Hey, everyone, please excuse us. It's the Block Yes, I'm here. All right, all right. I think uh, I think we we got it now. Hold on. Bravo. All right. Yes, How about we... now? All right. How about now? Better. All okay, right. I'm going to recap. One yeah, let's go. Let's, of... 
Mm-hmm. One of the districts we're focusing on is District 11, held by incumbent Mickey Sherrill, who voted to impeach President Trump. There are two Republican candidates. Uh, I do not know at this time which one will be on the ballot versus Mickey Sherrill, but uh, we will be supporting them as well as taking uh, taking uh, tips and hints from our friends across the state for any other congressional districts we want to add into this focus. Okay, right. I'm, I'm going to use an old jackass term. We're going to focus like a laser on this. Okay, <laughs> folks. Well, I, I, I'll tell you, it, it, it has to be. Uh, New Jerseyans have to come out and, and and support the Republican Party because otherwise, New Jersey will become like California, a shithole. Okay, California all over is controlled by the leftists, socialists communist, Marxist. So New Jerseyans, wake up. It's time to wake up and, 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 and restore what a great state New Jersey is. But uh, in, in regards one. to what, uh, I want to I I ask you, since you're right in the heart of New Jersey, in, in, in South Jersey, in Central Jersey, where do you see... Um, the next governor's election. Do you think Murphy has a chance to be reelected again? I think he does because I don't see any GOP candidate thus far emerging from the herd. Okay. That concerns okay. me. And okay. since, uh, since you mentioned Governor Murphy, I wanted to make a personal appeal to him. He is a Middletown Township resident like myself. Okay. Can he help us get ourselves into one congressional district? Do you think one town can have just one congressman and not two? Uh, can we, uh, uh, you know, stem the tide of this bastardization of gerrymandering? Is that yes. possible, Governor? That's, yeah, I, I, I think... Um... I wouldn't put too much faith in, in his really satisfying your request because, again, he's yeah, a Democrat. You know, you know that's, that's funny, Cisco, because, uh, you know, I've been banging this drum a lot on social media. Uh, Mr. Right. Murphy does not seem like the sharpest knife in the drawer. How the uh-huh. hell did he become so wealthy? Well, Could it be I, that I think... easy that even a Jim Bulb could make all that money. <laughs> I think it has to do it has to do with uh, a, a little bit of corruption, I would say, in order to get that rich. Uh, you know, but I, could, I, I I could tell you. Uh, wait, I want to tell you a personal story about Murphy. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of my sons is a, a, a an up and coming chef. Uh, when he was right. younger, he worked right. at a restaurant. Where mm-hmm. Governor, where, where then Ambassador Murphy, who was ambassador to Germany, held an annual uh, event at his sprawling estate in Middletown, and mm-hmm. my son was one of the chefs on site doing the cooking for wow. those annual get-togethers. And when I asked him. How was Mr. Murphy? He thought he was fine back then. So I don't know what the hell happened to this guy. Uh, you know, I don't know why all these Dems just fall in line with the party line. I mean, is there a Dem maverick in the house? I mean, lately it's been Carville. Well, we have he Republican mavericks. We have Republican yeah, he... mavericks. Why don't we have Dem mavericks? Go ahead, Cisco. Well, I would say that the Democratic Party has always been a party that's controlled by uh, being autocratic. They basically control, they slam their, their gobble on, on the table and everyone follows. You got, you, I, I don't know if you got the uh, a chance to watch the State of the Union. When Nancy yes. Pelosi was ripping those papers, she basically was giving directions to all the rest of the Democrats, and they follow her. 
So I know, I know. You know, I can't. Party, they're a party. They're they're a party of followers. There's no real true leader in there. They follow yeah, whatever yeah. whatever Pelosi, whatever Schumer does. They'll follow. They they don't question. It's not good to question a fellow Democrat. No. No, if no. That's, that's why uh, I guess Carville, who's 76 years of age, doesn't mm-hmm. give a hoot anymore, and he's breaking from the pack because he tongue-lashed the Democrats, and then when Bernie went back at him, Carville said, well, at least I'm not a communist. So it's <laughs> something to hear another Democrat calling out Bernie for what he is. Now, if there's any students listening, I wanted to remind you, socialism is not the last stop on this train. The last stop (laughs) is communism, dictatorship, poverty, misery, and probably violence. You know, I I was kidding a friend of mine online today uh, that uh, say Bernie wins and we turn into a communist society I was telling her, I hope she doesn't have a problem eating zoo monkeys because that's where we're all going to end up. Well, we don't even have to wait. Uh, we can we, we we can basically send the whole Democratic Party to Venezuela, and they, and they can enjoy the socialism that is out there. Well, you know, uh, again, if there's students listening, especially science students, you know what a Petri dish is? A Petri yeah. dish is where you try and uh, develop cultures Uh, and see what kind of life form will develop. Well, we have a socialist Petri dish going on, and it's called Venezuela. And when we were on the air several years ago, I was Uh constantly banging that drum that Venezuela had one of the highest per Mm -hmm. capita in the world, definitely the highest in South America. Now they're starving. They have no toilet paper, no electricity. So if you're a student listening... If you don't mind not having food, toilet paper, electricity, a motor vehicle with gas, uh, you better rethink Bernie, baby. You see, the problem here with socialism and communism is that it it ends up being ruled by despots who merely want to line their own pockets and their own lifestyles and screw the rest of you. Now, let's also not forget that under communist rule, whether it was Stalin or Mao, between the both of them, almost 100 million innocent people were slaughtered. I wonder if they teach that in the schools today. So no, of course you, not. Now, no. that was even corroborated on MSNBC by Chris Matthews, because even oh. they're starting to sweat about socialists and communists coming to power. And he was referencing... Uh, Shooting, uh, uh, shooting people in Central Park. That yeah. that's where the communists would end up, and yeah. that's not far fetched. I mean, do people understand what the hell is at stake here? I mean, we have a constitution and a bill of rights. Right. The communists well, and socialists will flush that down the drain as fast as uh, anything. Well, and uh, let me let me just that. yeah. Let me just inter interject and add a bit more to that. In 2005, 2006, uh, uh, under Hugo Chavez, who was the first socialist communist dictator in Venezuela, hey, they, they, the 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 Senate and the House, the Assembly in Venezuela, passed a law to confiscate all the weapons that their citizens had. Basically, to protect, they, it was under the umbrella that it was to protect the, the citizens. Well, what happened? Hugo Chavez became more powerful, became, his family became one of the richest families in Venezuela. Hugo Chavez passed away. His daughter now is the richest uh, individual in Venezuela. And the citizens do not have a weapon to fight or, or go, uh, go against the government because the government passed a law just like they're trying to do here in Virginia and they're trying to do it in Pennsylvania and they're trying to do it in Colorado and every, every damn democratic control state because they know once they take the guns away, it's easy prey. You know, uh, I got want to add to that. 
That's one mm. thing I have confidence in, that Americans have drawn a line in the sand. They, we're not giving up our guns. That's that, because we, we all know what follows. You see, uh, the thing with us older folks is we are properly educated, something mm-hmm. that doesn't seem to occur in our education systems today, whether from kindergarten to damn uh, master's uh, degrees. doesn't right. seem uh, that that knowledge hasn't been circulated. So uh, right. I, that's one thing I am confident in, that no matter who passes what or this or that, that that's not happening. Americans are not giving up their guns. A line in right. the sand, tell your story, walking uh, Democrats. Exactly. So we're, we're basically, um, I think, in that direction, Bernie Sanders, Joe Biden, Peter Buttigieg, Elizabeth yeah. Warren, Todd Sire, and Michael Bloomberg, they compose what the Democratic Party is today. Antigua. You know that lineup. That lineup sounds like sounds like uh, the names of uh-huh. clowns spilling out of a clown car. What a bunch of misfits and malcontents! I know, but but listen, listen, listen wait until I finish. They're anti-gun. There's a pedo, pedophile, which is Joe Biden. There's individuals that are, that are socialists, and then we have anti anti capitalism or uh, capitalists in that group that they believe that socialism is is a lot better than capitalism that's what today's democratic party is mark oh yeah no and i tell you what and they're uh, holding themselves back they're not just socialists you got this this uh aoc brain dead whatever uh, you got uh-huh. the talib and all the other ones these people are overtly anti-American, and because they're right. Democrats, and because of the, excuse the expression, piss-ass press, they get away mm-hmm. with this guff. Right. Now, we That's better true. take back the House. That's why I'm going to use this, this show, and I know you will too, to try yes. and help flip some of the Dem congressional districts in this state over to Republicans. Now, I tell you, I heard something scary on the radio today. I heard that forget pension benefits, forget debt payments, that New Jersey owes $138 billion for retired state employee health benefits only. And you don't hear anyone in this state government addressing that fact. It was a private entity. That announced why, this. Why would they? So, why why would they uh, advertise that? You have to address it, though. I mean, right, uh, but, but, but this, it's, it's, this it's ostrich specific... routine of sticking yeah. your head in the hole uh, doesn't serve the public good. Right, but again, they don't serve the public. Most oh, without a doubt, that, they just serve right, themselves. Most, and they, uh, they in they New serve, Jersey exactly. now. We're serving illegal aliens. Uh, illegal aliens have now been dubbed a special privileged class in New Jersey. Not only will we pay your room and board and medical and college, but uh, now we'll give you driver's license too. Exactly. I was just about to say that. Thanks to Phil Murphy, your governor. Your governor has asked him and Cuomo are a tandem. They basically are... They're, they're destroying what New York and New Jersey was all about. Um, but I want to I want to touch on on something that in regards to the re- reelection of Donald Trump, I, I I'm a firm believer that the Democratic Party, first of all, they're going to screw Bernie Sanders again, which is good. It's a good oh, I hope so. Because, I hope so. I want yeah, them to alienate good? all the they, Sanders they supporters. I would love to see that. That's going to happen because the, the Hillary Clintons of the world and the Obamas of the world are not going to allow Bernie Sanders and his people to be the face of the Democratic Party. That's number one. Number two, no, number two is that 
when it comes to that situation, and Bernie and his supporters get screwed, they're going to stay home. And that's where I believe that Donald Trump will have a landslide victory. I hope so. I hope so. And Like I said, I want them to do that. Let them screw Bernie again. That'll tick off all the Bernie followers. Hey, maybe even Bernie will spin off and form a third party. I would love that, too. That's going to divide. That that will divide the the the, the Democratic right. vote. And one of one of the, one of the things that is going to surprise a lot of people is that there's going to be more African Americans that are going to be voting for Donald Trump. There's going to be a, a lot more Hispanics, more Asians, more Americans in general that are going to be voting. Why? The economy is doing well. Uh the. Uh, the whole stock market. I mean, the, the the environment is a very positive environment. That's the reason the Democrats have been focused so much on the impeachment to take away from that focus of a great economy, unemployment low. Oh, yeah, low, low yeah, no. And also the fact that they're just rotten bastards. Uh, you can't that discount too. that. That too. Now right. I wanted to say here in New Jersey. We, several of us Tea Party folks, have made inroads into the black community and with uh, black activists. And the one issue that the Republicans should be constantly pushing is school choice. The, the, right. the Democrats oppose that. Now, how can you support a constituency while insisting their children attend subpar schools? It, it, it's the it exposes the blatant hypocrisy of these damn Democrats. Now, you know, I have to make a personal announcement. I was a registered Democrat. I I, I was a registered Democrat for 20 years. I I remained a Democrat through the Tea Party era because, uh, like one time I said, I was running in a primary against Democrats. Uh, But this year I re-registered as Republican. Because I could just no longer be associated with these disgusting, vile people. Uh, I mean, they're the worst scum the human race has to offer, and they seem to be uh, overpopulating Washington, D.C. So not only do we need Trump to win, but we have to take the damn house back. Well, you know, I I don't know if you know this, but I'm, I'm, um, I'm a libertarian. And uh, I'm a, and I've been a libertarian for for a couple of years, um, and I would say to you that a lot of libertarians are are going to be voting for uh, Donald Trump, and the reason is he has basically done a great job with the economy, and and people forget that when you get to 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 the ballot, I mean to to vote, you're going to be thinking with your pocket. How much money do I have today? Am I am I making more money? Am, am I am I living better today than I li- I was living eight years ago with Obama? I have a, do I have a job? Can I take a trip? Can I buy my my kids? So it boils down to the economy, and 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 there's no doubt that the Democrats cannot run on the economy because they haven't done anything with the economy. It's been Donald Trump and the Republicans that have actually done that. Go ahead. Right. And you know what? And, and on this one, we just can't blame the Democrats because it's been decades of elected officials selling out this country and her citizens, ostensibly, I would believe, for their own personal profit and greed. And it, whether this was one of the Bushes or Clinton or whoever, and one of the things. <laughs> One of the major accomplishments Mr. Trump has done is rearranging these trade agreements where America was just sold out right and left, whether it was NAFTA, uh, deals with South Korea, with the EU. It didn't Mm -hmm. matter. We were sold out. Uh, Our elected politicians, both Democrat and Republican, were saying, yeah, go ahead, take our jobs, take our manufacturing. You know, it got so bad. You know, Ruben, I, I, I have worked on several uh, campaigns through the Tea Party era. And in one of them, I was working in a Pennsylvania GOP primary. 
And the candidate was telling me, obviously he was a very wealthy man, he was telling me not only are they closing factories in Pennsylvania, but they're tearing them down and shipping in a scrap metal to China. That scared me because a factory remaining fallow can be re-outfitted and brought back to life. A factory that's been disassembled and shipped to Japan is is sayonara, baby. Or shipped to China yeah. is sayonara, baby. So yeah. the fact, and this is why our economy is picking up, because all these trade things are being rearranged. Now the thing is, if you look around the world, no one's economy is doing as good as we are. The bottom line is that is that foreign money from whether Asia or Europe is going to be wanting to come in here because we're the only acting town, baby. You know, and now with this uh, epidemic in China, uh, I mean, who who the hell wants to go there? <laughs> well, I have a I, I have a report, uh, and and I'll be doing this every week a report on what's going on in mainline China and also how the, the coronavirus is spreading in different parts of the world. So um, if I may, I will go ahead and, and report what the actual cases in mainline China are currently. Ooh, that's, 000, good. that's good. Six, you know, and I've been looking at this closely. Go ahead, Ruben. Yeah. Uh, Six thousand nine hundred and eighty-four um, total confirmed cases. Excuse me, sixty-four thousand two hundred sixty-eight total deaths. People who have died, but this is this is a report. This is a number that the Chinese government is giving out. I don't trust this number because they basically try to underestimate. So. The government doesn't look like they're not doing their job. 1,489 people have died from coronavirus. Now, in, well, you know, I, go ahead, go ahead. There's also, it's, it's, this coronavirus is spreading. In the U.S., we have 14 confirmed cases as of now, as it's of up today. To 15. It's up to 15 now. 15 cases, they added okay. One. Now, the virus is spreading in China, it's spreading through bathroom pipes. That's the latest, okay? Uh, there's, there's a lot of uh, cruise ships. There's, a, there's one called the Diamond Princess, where 218 people have contracted the virus. So it's, it's, it's going to impact. Economically, it's going to impact. It's impacting China already, but it's also impacting... It's impacting Europe, and so far the U.S. a low number, but we have to be on guard and be ready because this is not just the regular flu. This is more deadly than, than just a regular flu. I don't you know, Cisco, according to the numbers that I've seen publicized so far, the fatality rate is 2.5%. Mm-hmm. So... I don't believe anything. I mean, if this, if some, I think the flu probably has a higher fatality percent. You know, just a general flu has a higher fatality rate than this coronavirus. Uh, so, but that's with just the numbers that they publicize. And since they're coming out of China, which is a yes. dictatorship, uh, I don't believe a damn word they say. I believe no, no, nothing. I, 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 I agree. I, I, something is going on. I don't know what and the full extent because you can't believe it. No, no, it's, it's definitely, um, I, I would recommend, and I have already taken the steps of actually purchasing um, the equipment already just in case it happens because you never know. Yeah, well, you know, just load up on Lysol. If you look at the back of the can, it even says it kills the coronavirus. You know, so it's yeah. not, it's, this is nothing new, this virus, but, but apparently it must be some kind of mutation because these, these virus, uh, you know, don't even conform to the definition of life on Earth. Uh, if there's anything from, an, from outer space and from some other part of the galaxy, it's viruses. Uh, they don't reproduce 
like all other cells and life forms, uh, they mutate very easily. Uh, they, they really are uh, an odd bird, Vi- viruses on a whole. Well, this coronavirus has surpassed any other type of virus that has, that has um, inflicted pain in Asia and other parts of the world. So I take this coronavirus pretty serious because if you look at yeah. if you look I I've been following a, a lot of the video that's coming out of China and a lot of the video that's been taken and kept they've been basically transferring and sending that data those videos through different sources and it shows the Chinese government pulling citizens out of their homes so they can be quarantined so and and building tents all over um mainland china and people may not know that uh i i went to china i i spent 2 weeks in china china is a huge country and the the way the chinese government is is, is reacting they're in panic mode they're in panic mode Oh, of course, of course, because the communist society is supposed to be the perfect society, and uh, they can't have this. And, and you know, Ruben, you said they were pulling people out and putting them in quarantine. Yes. Uh, yes. I wonder when they're going to get to the point where they start pulling people out and shooting them because they have a total disregard for human life, whether they're Chinese communist or American communist. They have yes. total disregard for citizens for any amount of decency. I mean, you have a country that killed 70 million of its own innocents. Uh, you got to worry about these people because there's nothing sacred to this gang. You know, the only thing sacred is their purse and their, and their uh, power, period. After that, oh. you can go to hell. Yeah, co- correct. I mean, they, they, don't, they, don't really, uh, they don't really care about anything. Anything that they do, uh, they don't really, it, doesn't, it doesn't bother them. And that's that's sad, but on another aspect, economically, it's going to impact the whole world because we get fifty to sixty percent of things are made in China. So can you imagine the things that are being transported? Oh yeah, computer, and, and computer you know, equipment, food. All I was in. Uh, wait. Yep, Cisco. I was in importing. Uh, for Macy's Corporation, and right. we imported uh, about 50 billion retail a year, a lot of it out of China. And I can tell you, it takes about a month for a vessel to clear customs over there, sail across the Pacific, and then clear customs over here. So how many of those vessels could have had the virus on it already when they left port? And now, uh, or are inside the containers, inside the goods that are being made in China that are going to be on our retail shelves at some point in time. You see, there's also that issue because the communists were uh, keep trying to keep everything on the down low on the initial stages of this epidemic. Right, right, right. Uh, well, I, I, I think... Uh, the recommendation that I'm giving out uh, also because of my experience traveling to China is that I believe that we need to stay on high alert on what's going on over there. We need to follow what, even though we cannot believe everything that's coming out of the Chinese government, we need to see what's happening in the other Asian countries, what's happening in other parts of, of Europe, in uh, and, and Latin America, because this is this is actually spreading, and so many people have come here that before. I mean, the, the Chinese government knew about this virus in December. This is the report that I'm I'm reading from the from a, a newspaper in Hong Kong. And you know, you, you remember Hong Kong? There was the the, the freedom democracy groups that were fighting. And, and, and pushing, they wanted to push the Chinese government out of Hong Kong because they basically were trying to impose the same regimen, uh, autocratic uh, uh, ruling in Hong Kong that they do in China. And 
the, the college kids and a lot of the young people came out and they were fighting against the Hong Kong police and also the Chinese forces. Yeah, and these the Chinese reporters had a these, large army. The Chinese has a large army bivouacked right outside of Hong Kong, ready to move in, because uh, I felt bad for those protesters, because if they started reaching any semblance of success, you know, uh, five divisions of Chinese troops would have come into Hong Kong and altered that situation uh, violently, violently. Exactly. So... Mm -hmm. They they knew this these Hong Kong reporters said that the Chinese government knew about the coronavirus in December, in December. And when did we start hearing about co- the coronavirus? Maybe a couple I'm weeks ago. I'm not sure. Uh, maybe uh, maybe right. maybe a month ago. Maybe a month ago. Yeah. So if they knew if they knew about it in December, they never let anyone else know. And another reporter and then, in Hong Kong. How about this one? The doctor who tried to sound the alarm. Exactly. That's another was, one. Was arrested. Now, he, they said he died of the coronavirus. I don't believe him. I think they took him out back and they shot him. Because that's exactly. how they handle anything in China. That's how they, that's how they handle everything. So these reporters have also re, uh, indicated that that coronavirus was made in the province, uh, I think the town of uh, of Wuhan, Wuhan, um, where yeah, it had millions it, of people. It was a big city, right? Ten million people. That's where it started, and there was it came out of a Chinese military lab laboratory. That's so what, they that's say. I'm not. Who knows? You, you know, I heard that on social media, and I read that several points, yeah. but we don't know if that's true uh, because well, I'll, I'll tell you. You know, I got very mixed emotions about China because, first, on one hand, I admire them. I admire them because they suffered drastically at the hands of the Japanese during World War II. They continued suffering after the war with the communists and the nationalists fighting a revolution on mainland China. Then when the communists were successful... Mao killed another 70 million innocents. And yet, here they are just maybe a generation later, and they're right back on top. So I admire the Chinese people. I despise the Chinese government. You know, almost like the way we feel here in America. We love our people, and we despise uh, certain aspects of our government, particularly the House of Representatives. So, But I have to... I have to announce my admiration because if I think if any other society suffered what these Chinese suffered over uh, 70, 80 years, I don't right. think those people would ever have recovered. And yet, not only have the Chinese recovered, they're uh, back on top. You know, they're second yeah, no. only to us. Right. Well, I, I would say that... that um that they they're 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 in trouble right now. The their their economy oh, yeah. is, oh, is good. suffering. Good. Now their economy because a communist government is always fragile because they merely rule by the barrel of a gun. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it, it's a house of cards. Things can unravel quickly. And wouldn't it be wonderful to see a Chinese revolution and a democracy in China? Oh my God! The sun would shine brighter all through the planet Earth. Well, that's the biggest fear that's coming out of Beijing with the communist uh, Chinese government. Their their fear is that this coronavirus will basically uh, it's going to create a revolution within China. And again, we're talking about a couple billion people there. That you know over a billion, they, yeah, over a oh, billion. I know, and, and oh. you know, I want I want to follow up. The reason I'm not so sure about the virus coming out of a Chinese lab is this: I have a dear friend who's former IDS, Israeli Defense Force, and he fought yes. in a war over there. He has a Thai wife, and he visits Thailand once a year, and. Uh, A few months ago, we were sitting down and talking, and he told me that where he goes in northern China, many of the shops 
have big signs out, no Chinese. And I asked them, what the hell is that? I mean, the Chinese people have money. Why would a shopkeeper want to keep customers out of their shops? And he told me they are very dirty people, that they'll even in the middle of a store drop their drawers and relieve themselves and then just walk around and carry on like nothing happened. So <laughs> if in northern Thailand they have signs, no Chinese, uh, and this is impacting their pocketbook, there has to be something to this. So right. what I, my point is in that type of environment of uh, unhealthiness and filth, you can see a virus coming out of that, mutating and coming out of that. It doesn't yeah, necessarily yep. have to come out of a lab. Well, you know, it, it, I, I think it, go, it can go either way. Let me, let me just, uh, for, the, for the audience to, to know about this, especially if you're in New Jersey, uh, there's 11 quarantine camps near a U.S. airport. The cities are North New Jersey, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Georgia, Chicago, San Francisco, Detroit, L.A., Honolulu, Dallas, and Seattle. So if you live Chicago, Chicago wasn't on the list? That's what I just said. San Francisco, Chicago, Newark, Washington, D.C., Atlanta, Seattle, Dallas, Honolulu, Detroit, and L.A. So if you live near an airport in the U.S., there's a quarantine camp. That basically wow wow and 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 Newark Airport is in the heart of urban New Jersey, so you got to wonder yeah. whether what, 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 did they commandeer a hotel or something? Hey, you're only hearing that on the Cisco and Falcone Hour. The quarantine camps <laughs> near a U.S. airport. Okay, that's breaking news. Okay, so well, I tell you, I'm worried, Cisco. I'm worried because mm-hmm. I don't trust the CDC it, because here we have a CDC and state legislatures that want to force people to have their children vaccinated. But then on the other hand, they want to permit in illegal immigrants who probably have had no vaccinations whatsoever, and they have no problem with that. Again, I go back to this special privileged class that people are trying to establish for illegal aliens. And it's BS. And the reason us folks are angry about this is because when our forefathers came here, there was no social benefits. Uh, You were screened. If you couldn't uh, prove that you had a place to stay and income, the only benefit you received from American taxpayers was a boat ticket back home. See you later. That was the only benefit you got. Now no, no, they, they want free health care, free college, free room and board, free food, free phones. I mean, free, 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 free. But then all of this is burdened as a burden on the citizens and the taxpayers. And well, that mm-hmm. drives me crazy. It really does, especially it, it, I'm it, just it, first generation myself, Ruben. Uh, no, definitely, definitely. I, 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 I would, I, I totally agree with you on that. And but again. The purpose of giving driver's license to illegals is for them to be able to vote, just like they do in New Jersey, like they do in New York, like they do in California. In California, basically, illegals have been voting in local elections already. And that's the Democrats oh, are seeing. federal elections, too. You think they just right. limited to state and local? Uh, Cisco, oh, uh, you... Oh, naive one! I don't believe a damn thing they say. Well, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just, I'm I'm just, I'm just, I I do believe that too. But I'm just saying, I'm just (laughs) indicating, I'm just indicating what is being said out there. People that I know in California that have seen that. Um, But getting back, uh, let's. We have five minutes more to go. I want to touch really quickly on the FISA, FISA abuse scandals. For anyone who does not know what the FISA uh, means, it's the Foreign Intelligence uh, Surveillance Act. Uh, and what that was is that the, the FBI with the Department of Justice under Mr. Holder and the Obama administration 
basically, and Hillary Clinton, they hired a British uh, MI5 intelligence officer, Christopher Steele, who created a dossier on finding out if uh, Donald Trump was working in inclusion with the Russians to sabotage Hillary Clinton's campaign, which is totally, we have no, now know it was a scam. It was basically not true. And they've had the, you know, whole impeachment process that has failed. So this FISA abuse scandal was a total lie. What do you think? Now, could you imagine, could you imagine if Republicans had lied to the FISA courts, uh, the, the press would be screaming for them to be hung of for treason. In the meantime, these guys, they haven't even been charged yet. Uh, we'll go back to the top of the show where I said uh, we're in trouble because we are no longer a nation of laws. All these people, Comey, McCabe, Strobe, and especially that SOB Brennan, uh, they, they should all be prosecuted. What the hell is going on? Now, well, I have a little confidence. I heard someone saying yesterday on media that Durham, the prosecutor investigating them, has been very quiet. And this person said that is a very good sign because the prosecutors usually go mum just before they unleash their warrants. And uh, from that fellow's lips to God's ears, because well, these bastards better be prosecuted at served time. This is my analysis. This is my analysis of this. Donald Trump and William Barr are waiting to get um, – Donald Trump is waiting to get reelected for the second term. I oh, believe that's too long. We can't wait. No, 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 no. I believe that in the second term, Donald Trump and William Barr, William Barr is going to go after all these individuals. They don't want to do it before the election. They're going to do it after the election. Yeah, but that's another year. We can't wait another year. These sons of bitches shouldn't be walking around free another year. As a matter of fact, I feel not only should they be prosecuted, they should be prosecuted under the RICO statute and strip them of all their ill-gotten financial uh, holdings. Because this is a because all these people, several of these people, after performing these felon treasonous felonies. They now right. work for uh, CNN, MSNBC, you know, living the high life. In the meantime, Roger Stone didn't dot an I and cross a T, and they want to see him get nine years. But we are no well, longer a nation of laws. No, we're not. We're, we're not. Uh, but I, I believe strongly that William Barr is going to show his true colors in Donald Trump's second term. And, and, and they, well, you, you know, this is the way I know that that's going to happen. When you hear Elizabeth Warren, you hear Richard Blumenthal, the senator from Connecticut, they're saying that Barr should do two things, resign or he's going to be impeached. That's the signal that tells me that they're going, he's going after them after Donald Trump wins in November. You know, I, I have a nickname for Senator Blumenthal. I call him yeah. Richard Rambo Blumenthal because he lied about uh, being in, in, in the service in Vietnam. Yeah. And uh, I still to this day can't believe the people of Connecticut elected that jackass. So, uh, yeah. you, you know, I haunt him on Twitter with that. And uh, I was banging him today, actually, on Twitter. And all of a sudden, my tweets couldn't be sent. You know, I'm on my third Twitter account. My first two <laughs> were suspended. But well, my first account, I had, I was up over 400 followers, and they suspended it. Well, and then uh, the we second got, one, I was starting to build up, and they suspended that one. I'm on my third. Mark, uh, we have 30 seconds to go. Uh, give me uh, five seconds. I'll uh, defer to you, Cisco. I'll defer to well, you. Okay, great. So next week we'll we'll have a recap of what is happening with the Democratic primaries. We'll have a, a another recap of what's going on with coronavirus all over the world, and we'll also look at having another interesting guest 
next week. It'll be a surprise. And bless the great country of the U.S. Because God, God bless America. God bless America and good night. All right. And we'll America see each other next night. Thursday. Next Thursday, 9 p.m. Eastern Time. Good Thank night. You. All right.